Hey, what is going on, podcast? Welcome to another episode of Day in the Life of a Biohacker. You guys, this is officially week eight of our beautiful podcast. Hopefully, you guys have been enjoying these episodes so far. I know that, um, you know, our podcast has been averaging almost 10 listens every week, which is just crazy um, amount of support that you guys have shown, and I appreciate it a lot. Thank you so much. You guys, this week's going to be a little bit different. I wanted to um, actually interview a friend of mine, uh, that I've known for quite some time now, and uh, you know, hopefully you guys will just be able to, you know, relate on some level, um, and this will hopefully provide you guys of value or any value to you guys, you know, that you can use in your own life. And so, before we get started with that, though, you guys know, um, you know, the reason that I created this podcast was just to kind of share, you know, everything that happened. Um, in my life this past week, you know, previously to the week before. And uh, you guys, this week we finally hit Twitch Affiliate. Um, super excited about that. <clears throat> it just opens up a whole, you know, door of opportunity um, for other things, um, as well as my business, um, just being able to um, use that to promote uh, my energy drink, Axio. Um, which I use on a daily basis. I love that product. Um, but, uh, you know, I've, I've been kind of um, looking back this past week and, uh, you know, really focused on, you know, trying to find work again. Um, but really just, uh, you know, being persistent with it, but um, also, you know, being, um, you know, <clears throat> having faith that things are going to work out because, you know, I've I've struggled these past, you know, two weeks and, you know, the fact that I was just even to hit Twitch affiliate uh, this week, you know, has opened or will open a lot of, you know, doors, like I said. But, uh, you know, with hitting Twitch affiliate, um, you know, I will be able to kind of hopefully get an invitation to TwitchCon next year. Um, so that will be pretty exciting to uh, do if that uh, pans out. But, you know, also working uh, much harder uh, to get to partner, um, which is just another, you know, milestone, you know, because eventually I, I want to take this full time. But, uh, you know, the, this past week, I still haven't heard back from Amazon. So it kind of has me a little bit down because I was really looking for that. I'm sure that just the background check and the drug test are taking a little bit longer to come back uh, than what they normally do when they told me a week. But uh, fingers crossed that that will still uh, pan out. Um, but uh, I've just been applied a lot of time into streaming this week, um, just especially since I've hit affiliate. Probably going to be streaming some other games. Um, also kind of um, adjusted my Instagram as well to just really post more um, this last weekend, um, we had our global convention for our company, and I went the first day, um, and, you know, to be quite honest, and I'm not sure if this is, you know, anything that you guys can relate to, but, you know, when it comes to um, just working towards something or just living life in general, right, there comes a point where you need to forgive yourself, um, for, for things that have, 
you know, happened in the past in order for you to move on, um, you know, and to continue forward. And, you know, this past week, that's just kind of what I was really struggling with is, you know, it just feels like nothing's panning out, nothing's working out. And I'm just, I'm losing faith. I'm, you know, I, I feel like I'm just kind of a failure, um, and you guys, the, this is the thing about being an entrepreneur, right? You're going to have those downs. This is just being an entrepreneur isn't something where you're going to have um, highs all of the time. It just it doesn't work that way. And, you know, any of you guys that may be an in- entrepreneur, if you just do anything in general, you know, it, it might be something that you guys can definitely relate to. Um, and, you know, sometimes in life you feel like you've failed, um, you know, so hard that it just feels like there's no redemption um, from coming back from it. But that's the thing, guys, you you have to learn to forgive yourself because what's happened, um, you know, in the past um, is the past, right? The only thing that we can really do is move forward and, um, you know, make, you know, take steps to improve our life uh, moving forward. Um, But you can't really do that unless if you forgive yourself first. And, you know, going to our global convention um, on the first day, um, it was just like, I I feel like I just kind of needed to hear that, um, you know, just, you know, forgive yourself, right? You know, make a list of everything, um, that you know has gone wrong um or that you feel like there's no redemption that you can come back from and you know stand in front of a mirror and look at yourself in the eyes directly and be like I forgive myself for this or I forgive myself for this I promise you guys that you know a, a giant burden will you know come off of your shoulders and you know you'll you'll feel much better and you'll be able to kind of essentially focus and, you know, move forward um, in your life. And so moving on, you guys, uh, that was just kind of everything that's just kind of really, um, you know, took um, a hold of me this week. And, um, you know, what I wanted to share with you guys out of my personal life. And, you know, that's why I created this podcast was to, you know, share, um, you know, level to level you know, what goes on in my life. Um, Because, you know, again, there might be something that you guys can relate to, or that you can even use as value. Um, And so moving on, though, like I said, um, I wanted to do something different this week for you guys. So this podcast might be a little bit longer uh, than usual. Um, But uh, who knows? So uh, I've got here my friend, uh, Sorinda, you guys uh, may know her. Um, if you guys don't, um, we did date, uh, for quite a bit, but, um, you know, there was just kind of two different directions, um, in both of our lives that we wanted to go. Um, but I still am friends with her because, you know, I, I take care of my friends, right? That's just something that I've always, uh, that's just kind of a personality I've always had. And so, I wanted to throw in something different here for you guys because I know that you know, over the past seven weeks it's just been kind of content in, content out, value in, value out. But I wanted to kind of throw some different content in to keep it interesting. And um, if you guys like the interview uh, thing, you know, definitely let me know 
um, and uh, I'll, you know, I'll find other people uh, that I know as well to uh, interview. So uh, if you want to go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, uh, you're more than welcome to, but... Uh, okay, well, he says we dated. Five days ago would have been our one-year anniversary, but, you know, that didn't last. <laughs> um, I am Sarinda, like he said. I... I don't think I've ever really been on his podcast or mentioned on his podcast. But if you're from Instagram or anything, then you might have seen me on there. Um, I am Living Positive LV on Instagram, so you should definitely go follow me. Yeah, you guys go uh, give her a follow. Um, I have actually mentioned her um, once or twice over my last few podcasts, but she's actually never been on a podcast before um, that I've done. So I definitely wanted to include her on one um, but I've got a list of questions here that I'm going to go through and just kind of interview her on. Um, and now that you guys kind of know her a little bit, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, move forward with this. So as a little bit of an icebreaker, um, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Ooh, so many things. Um, I think the main thing besides a mom, because we're talking about jobs, yeah. <laughs> like getting just, paid. Just anything. <laughs> um, I think my main thing was I wanted to be a singer. From the time I was really little, I just had a passion for music. Like, two years old, Phantom of the Opera was my favorite thing in the world. Um, definitely got that from my grandma. <laughs> my sister kind of sang a little bit too, but I was, I was more the singer in the family. As I grew up, though, I didn't... I stopped singing because I stopped having that confidence in myself. But, you know, backstory of all these traumas and all the things so we won't get into that but <laughs> typical like childhood insecurities like pushed me away from that dream definitely still want to be a pop star but trying to find something else because I don't know that's going to work out anymore <laughs> well maybe this uh episode or this interview will help give her that confidence back you guys should <laughs> definitely shoot her some confidence either through uh, Twitter or Instagram. It would make a world. Uh, moving on to the next question. Uh, so where are you from and how long have you lived here? Ooh, I am from Centerville, Utah. Oh joy. Um, I've lived here, I was born in Bountiful, so like five minutes away. And I have lived here my entire life. I've lived in this house actually for almost 18 years nice. so pretty boring backstory there <laughs> so we're um she's also been kind of um up north a little bit uh you want to kind of expand on that a little bit i've been up north like yeah. i traveled yeah yeah okay <laughs> i was like i i've always wanted to live up north um i've traveled a lot yeah i've been to canada few times I've been to Alaska been to I think 28 different states so I'm trying to make my way around to all of them but Oregon and Washington are for sure my favorites definitely gonna live there someday nice it makes me kind of jealous because I've actually um, always wanted to go to Canada because um, so I, I know yeah. several people there uh, that I game with and stuff like that that are from Canada so they're, like, really nice people because those Canadians, they're just, like, super nice people. It's you know? true. The stereotype is actually very real. Like, every single person I met in Canada was 
like the best person I'd ever met. <laughs> They're all so sweet and like crazy polite. Even the ones that move to the states are like they're just so polite and they never like lose that either i love it that's crazy uh moving on to the next question are you a family oriented person 100 percent, yeah uh, me and my mom are super super close i didn't have a dad growing up or i still don't have a dad um so my mom was a single mom of me and my sister and that that definitely made us very tight-knit family um my grandma helped raise me as well so yeah definitely very family oriented my sister was sort of like my father figure in a weird way um that was always my joke as a kid because she's 11 years older than me so she was like a parent sort of but yeah definitely definitely love my family let's see here you were like when you were 10 she was like more like 21 she was 21 when i was 10 uh, yeah so it does kind of feel like it would be like kind of a parent figure there yeah, yeah she definitely took on that role very very strong very early on she took on that role of my parent so <laughs> for the better or worse i mean I don't just know. to like help out your mom too like that, that's I, yeah. i'm sure that that was big i know well, i, I wasn't too much of a hassle when i was really little or when I got older, but I'm sure when I was, when I was a baby, it was helpful to have someone else there because she, she wanted to wake up in the middle of the night to change my diaper. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, hey, that's, that's good. <laughs> so moving on to the next question, do you have any day job side hustle currently and how long have you been doing it? Ooh, right now? No, <laughs> um, sort of. Um, a few months ago, I was working four jobs, which I don't know why I was doing that to myself, but they ended up not panning out and I actually got in a car accident. So my main one, not necessarily the main one, but the one that was making me the most money was Grubhub. (laughs) And since I got my car accident, I haven't been able to do that because I don't have a vehicle that can get on a freeway anymore. So... Um, and then I was working as a copywriter for this marketing company and I ended up leaving that for, you know, personal reasons. So I've been trying to do that on my own, which I expected to be a little bit easier, but you know, I'm getting there trying to finish my portfolio right now. So hopefully that pans out for me. That sounds awesome. Yeah, be, you know, like I've always, you know, told you guys that, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur, um, you know, isn't easy. No. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely something that takes a lot of self-discipline um, to have to do. But it's, you know, if, if you stick with it and, you know, you work with it, God, it can be the most rewarding thing ever. Um, cause you know, you, you just, you get to build your own dream. You don't have to, um, just live to build someone else's. Um, I love that. You get to build so, your own dream. That's cool. Yeah. For, for real. Um, and so what, um, what drew you to like doing the copywriting? Um, as well as like the singing and everything, I have always loved writing. I actually started with poetry. And actually, I started with novels. (laughs) I have this little paper um, that was my book from when I, I think I was 
four and I didn't know how to write down the words for myself yet so I tried and it's very bad <laughs> so I ended up telling my sister what to write down and she wrote down my my story I can't remember what the name of it was but it was like this fantasy novel because so I was very inspired by like um Brandon Mole in the Fablehaven series if anybody knows what that is it's so good you should definitely read it and like Harry Potter and Percy Jackson things like that so I I had my sister write them out and then I just kind of made my own little fantasy worlds and and wrote those things and then as I got older and angstier you know lyrics and poems and short stories and stuff like that and then I realized I could get paid for it not in the most like super creative way like poetry and novels but I could work my way up and actually one of my very first clients I was working with that um, copyright guy that's our friend as well and um, one of his clients was this photography company. I can't remember their name right now. I've been trying to remember all day but they were very artsy and very dark and they said I had full control over everything so that was super super cool so I gotta put my own poems I got to I went to a lot of Alice in Wonderland quotes for their copy which was which was really cool um I didn't really realize it was something I could do until he reached out to me and said hey I want to hire you and I think that was you that actually told him about that right yeah I I had actually um just put in a word for her because I know that she was kind of looking for something you know, probably not knowing that it maybe would have, you know, been something permanent, but just something, um, you know, temporary, you know, just kind of dabble her feet in, kind of, you know, figure out if that was something that she actually wanted to get into. Yeah. Um, you know, I was able to help her out with that. And I definitely thank him for that too, because I would have never found copywriting on my own. Like that was, that's something I knew existed, but I never thought of doing it myself because it seems so boring but if you can find the right clients it can be really really fun yeah and, and especially you know with social media where you know it's it's going like uh, like everything's either written word audio or video right mm -hmm. if if you're not creating one of those three things you're pretty much irrelevant in society these days you know things aren't going back the way that they used to be um because, you know, quite frankly, to be blunt, technology doesn't care. It's going to continue to evolve. Um, and whether you don't adapt to it, you know, you're you're going to be left behind. And, you know, when you're left behind, you're you're going to die, um, you know, simply. I, I mean, it sounds, it sounds a bit dark. Are you shooting <laughs> out from the DC universe? Ooh, wah, 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 wah. It's a Deadpool 2 quote, if you guys have ever seen that. So good. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it was just something, like I said, that, you know, I was able to help her with, get her, you know, her feet wet um, with. And, you know, it's it's something that she's, you know, come to grow more fond of. And, um, you know, now it's something that she kind of tuned into, tapped into that she finds that she enjoys. So you know, I'm, I'm really glad that I could kind of brought out that entrepreneur type um, ordeal um, with her um, but uh, moving on to the qu next question um, so what's your um, future plans over the next six months one year and five years 
um, and I know that this is probably a little bit more like um, kind of like touchy kind of subject because it's not something that everybody talks about. Um, no, but, but I'm like, an open what book what boy. are you what are you doing like right now? Um, you know, as far as that six month to one month to five year goal. Ooh, I have a different answer for each of those actually. So oh, yeah, that's that's good. Like, yeah. go ahead and expand on that. Welcome to my brain. <laughs> um, six months from now, um, I don't know. I think I'm wanting to build the copyright thing and try to get some of my own clients because going freelance is super hard, but I am hoping six months from now I can at least have, like, three, like, good clients. Um, or... I think you could definitely like do it. YouTube. <laughs> I want to grow on that as well because that's always been a huge dream of mine. Like, I've been on YouTube since day one, so I'm definitely wanting to put more time into that and grow that um, a year from now. Yeah, one year from now. I, ooh, I don't know. I want to... Like, do you want to expand I... further onto the business or do you want to, like, maybe start something, like, new I think I want to continue with both of those YouTube and I mean I'm also doing a podcast which I would love to grow as well but I haven't haven't actually gotten to the to the recording part of that yet because <laughs> I am really good at putting off the things I want to do um a year from now I want to be dating someone like seriously or I don't know I wouldn't say engage because that's just way too fast but like I want to I want to be with the person I'm going to be with in a year from now. I know that's not something you can really, like, force. But, you know, trying to bring that into my reality a little bit more. And, like... Kind of bring that more life aspect yeah, into I, Life is a big thing for me. Like I said, family is huge for me. And I've always wanted to be a mom. So... And I've always been, like, this crazy, hopeless romantic since, a, like, young, young age. So I definitely want to find... Find love. Find true you know, love. Who knows? Maybe, you know, in, in building your copyright business, you might run across a client or just someone that maybe want to help you build with it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, which would be pretty that. crazy. So what about, like, five years, like, down the road? Where What's your, like, where do you see yourself? I or was what's your... actually just thinking about that, I think, last night as I was falling asleep. I was trying to imagine my life in five years. And five years from now, I would be 25. Which is... Yeah bonkers because i'm so old <laughs> and i'm 23 guys so uh i've only got two more years well technically like a year and a half because july of 2019 i turned 24 so <laughs> so you'll be a 20 you've, year old you've got you've got three four years on me so <laughs> um so i'd be 25 i want to at least have one kid by 25 because i grew up in utah and i'm already an old maid so <laughs> no, I want to have I want to have one kid by the age of 25 and at least one kid. Not 3, but like one or two. <laughs> um and I want to have like a steady hopefully the copyright thing works out, but my end goal is to be able to have something good now that I can make residual income with or be able to do easily and maintain easily so I can eventually be a stay-at-home mom because that's 
that's what I've always wanted to do. And I think it'd be cool also if I could, you know, create something now that I could have my future husband not have to work either. And we could both be stay-at-home parents with residual coming in. Um, I think that would be really cool. That's always been my dream is just be able to be a family in a home and, and actually spend time with each other and travel and things. So I want to have a home, hopefully. Um, I'm not sure what business really looks like. Hopefully copyright, copyright works out. But I want to have some sort of a, a family of my own going on. No, that's that's pretty solid. So, you know, in entrepreneurship, a lot of people, you know, they they don't like asking, you know, the question. You know, a lot of them avoid it from, you know, what I can see. Because, um, you know, entrepreneurship, you guys, it, it takes a lot of self-discipline. Mm-hmm. But what are you doing, like, right now, like, right at this moment, you know, going forward to kind of help put those uh, milestones, you know, that six months, that year to five years, um, you know, other than what you've mentioned, aside from, like, wanting to build a family and stuff like that, um, to to actually, you know, what are you doing right now to achieve that? I am, besides family and everything, so just, like, business-wise. Yeah, just kind of, like, putting yourself out there to kind of make those dreams a reality. Right now is kind of, like, a plateau of all that. So I'm trying to figure it out, to be honest. Um, For the most part, I, I feel like everything with me comes back to, like, personal and family and stuff. So the biggest thing I've been doing to grow entrepreneurial wise is focusing on myself and trying to get all of my own things figured out and try to get into a good headspace because if I am not in a good headspace I'm never going to be able to push myself to do the things I need to do if I if I can't wake up happy I'm gonna go through my day just like bummed and not get anything done if I wake up excited and I'm in that mindset all day then I can get more things done and I I'm happy about those things. I can get through the day bringing more positivity into my life because I'm already positive, if that makes sense. So right now, I think the biggest thing I'm doing is trying to do this mental change within myself and trying to better myself and grow so I can focus more of my energy on other things once I'm in a good spot, if that makes sense. No, that that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean... Like, you you have to be um, in a strong, like, mental place in order to kind of take on being an entrepreneur. Because, you know, being an entrepreneur, you're going to get kicked in the face over and over and over again. And mm-hmm. you have to, you have to be willing to get punched in the face and being told no. Um, because that's just a part of it. That That's just you know, no means next opportunity, but not a whole lot of people see no as actually um, being leverage um, and, you know, one step closer, um, you know, to that goal. And and so, I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely huge. Like you just you have to be in a good place mentally um, in order to keep that focus, keep that drive going. Uh, so going on to the next question, you know, what, what's your like end goal? Um, you know, your, your big life dream, your like end goal, like what, 
like, what are you doing all of this for? Family. <laughs> um, again, just, I want to be able to give my future family not a better childhood than I had because I, I don't want to ever insinuate that my childhood was bad or that my mom didn't do a good job because, I mean, if you know anyone that was raised by a single parent, if you talk trash on their parent, it's kind of like the end of you. Um, <laughs> my mom did amazing. I just want to, especially growing up with a single mom, you are very aware of all the adult things going on. Um, I want to be able to so not you, push those stressors on my kids. Yeah, so you someday. kind of, uh, 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 you feel like you have to grow up faster than what you need oh, to. Oh, one hundred percent. And you miss out on a childhood, and that's just kind of something that you want to be able to give to your own, you know, kids. You yeah, one hundred percent. When you do have them, you know, I, you know, myself, I, you know, I love my parents dearly, um, and I'm super grateful. You know, a hundred percent thankful for everything that they've done. Um, but I wish that my parents were around more, right? Them having to leave, go to work, you know, having to be babysitted by grandma or, um, you know, having other people, you know, watch me and my sister when we were little, right? That's like, it's just one of those things where, you know, you're, you, you had to see your parents go through, um, you know, something that, you know, they did because of, um, you know, for you, but in, in a way, you know, I, I feel like on the inside, they just like, they wanted to be there a hundred percent of the time, even though that sometimes they don't want to admit it. Um, and, and so, you know, having, you know, a, a childhood where you actually be able to, you know, grow up and, you know, have your parents there, you know, 100% of the time, not even just 99% of the time, but, you know, 101% of the time, you know, it, it's, it's healthy for a child, you know, that's, that's how you are able to help, um, you know, children be successful when they get older, is when parents are able to do that. Yeah, I definitely... Um, mental illness was a huge thing too. So I just, I'm trying to, again, focus on myself and get myself in a good place now so I can have that firm foundation later. So my kids don't have to worry about me because mental health things are, are hard and definitely hereditary. So I'm definitely trying to figure all that out now and get good coping mechanisms now so my future children don't have to worry about that. But, um, yeah, I'm just working, I'm working towards being able to give my future family a good life and a comfortable life and be able to take them to a bunch of concerts. Like, my kids are going to grow up on corn and Muse and Disturbed, and I want to let them see all of them in, like, live. Um, <laughs> and I want to be able to take them and show them around the world. I think my main thing is working towards getting my mom comfortable and allowing her to have all the things that she hasn't been able to have in her life and to make sure I have a firm foundation for my family and I want to travel a bunch so I I don't know I'm working towards living like everybody's dream life I think <laughs> just comfortable 
happy and right, being able to experience own, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's your own, you know, dream and it's your own experience. Because I, I don't want a mansion or any of that stuff. I just want, you know, a humble house that's that's comfortable and has enough rooms for everybody to have their oh, own room. Yeah, for you know? sure. I, I, I don't <laughs> want a mansion either. That's just too much to clean. I mean, maybe I want a Tesla. I don't know yet. <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and kind of um, skip some questions here that's kind of not applicable, but um, going on to the next question, um, you know, when being an entrepreneur, you know, they say it's always good to have, um, you know, someone kind of there as a mentor or a mentor, I should say, because the the word's kind of more French, but, um, (laughs) you know, uh do you have a personal mentor i don't know (laughs) um i i don't have one specific person i think everybody kind of i allow everybody to teach me and grow from everybody i think you've definitely been one of the people i've learned and grown from um my mom as well she's she's a very brilliant woman she's she has a lot of just knowledge that I don't know how how someone can be so brilliant honestly um you've been huge in in letting me understand my entrepreneurial side for sure um I don't know I feel like I don't have one specific mentor I think I have the world (laughs) which sounds so cheesy but I, I just, I try to learn from everybody and all of their individual experiences and the lessons. I feel like the biggest thing you can do in life is learn from everybody else's mistakes and not just by watching them, but by asking them, like, what would you have done differently in this situation or whatever? Um, growing up, that was a huge thing. Um, in my family, we all, we were all taught to learn from our mistakes and to really listen to other people and and to learn life lessons through other people and not just stay in our little bubbles like we weren't sheltered at all or anything we were definitely exposed to real life situations from the time we were very young so I I just grew up with the world being my mentor like old ladies behind me in the line at the grocery store like everybody, if you talk to somebody, you can learn something from them. So, kind of vague answer, but everything, everyone, the universe. <laughs> no, that that's I I mean that's like a little bit of a of a different response um, than because you know a lot of people would normally you know give like um, one person you know name kind of like ordeal that personally kind of like is there kind of side by side um, you know but also you know, teaches them, um, as well. And, you know, it's, it's always great to, um, you know, have someone like that. And, you know, I would definitely encourage you to try to find someone like that, you know, if not me, then, you know, someone else, even though that I've been a huge, you know, impact for you. Um, but it's just kind of more of like, uh, there's just some kind of like psychological, um, thing behind it when it comes to entrepreneur having a, a mentor there because they've they've already kind of lived through those experiences so you know it can help you kind of get more in tone um 
you know, are more in tune with, you know, that, that side of you. So, you know, since you like doing copywriting and stuff like that, you know, I, I definitely recommend, you know, finding, you know, someone that, you know, does uh, marketing or that, um, you know, does writing, um, you know, and, and find someone that you can, you know, get tuned in with um, that, you know, can also help you there just as a side as a suggestion. But um, yeah, I feel like that's also one of those things that changes with every different chapter in life is you have someone right then that is that's your mentor in that aspect and then things are bound to change right and like you you were my mentor a couple months ago that was like introducing myself to myself part of myself that I had never really given much thought to and then Alex for a second there I mean not I don't know (laughs) um he didn't it was it was one of those things where you learn from watching them, not really that they gave you any solid advice. <laughs> um, he I learned a lot from from working for him. Um, but I, I don't know that I've ever had a solid person. I'm one of those people that it's hard for me to have someone to look up to. I've never really like I've never had one of those people I've looked up to, like celebrities even as a kid. I, I never I never strived to be like anyone else. So it's kind of hard for me to find someone to look up to as a role model or mentor, or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's always just been kind of weird for me. A little me. bit of a weird aspect yeah. for yourself. So uh, I know that you don't really have um, a mentor or like an <laughs> idol or anything like that. Um, but if if you could just kind of like narrow down like who you know, um, and even if that list includes me, um, you know who who would essentially kind of be like your top three, and then just like your your first out of those three. I hmm, I don't know. Does YouTube count? <laughs> um, you for sure. And my mom. I don't know. Gandhi? <laughs> no, like, no, like, the, it, it, it could be anybody. Like, anybody from history. I mean, when we were interviewing um, people, um, you know, they, some people would say motivational speakers by some name like Tony Robbins or Gary Vaynerchuk or Grant Cardone and then others would say like historical you know figures of history um I mean there's just you know in history there's also a lesson to be learned there as well so there's there's full you know there's a lot of information there that can be you know a value and so you know it doesn't have to be anybody that's you know living in in today's society but um you know, it it can just kind of be anybody, you know, from history as well, like, who, it pretty much like the, the people that you admire, um, and, you know, that could be anything from your writing to, you know, what you've done poetry-wise, or, Ooh. you know, just... This is gonna sound so cheesy, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> um, not necessarily for work ethic, but also for work, I feel like he's a good example for like everything 
Oh, that's that's solid. Yeah. I, I Jesus, I guess. <laughs> um oh, you, my mom and Jesus or I don't know. I I haven't really ever given it much thought to be honest. Again, people don't really influence me that much. <laughs> no, and 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 that's good like, you know, it, your your mind should be your own and, you know, you can you know, ultimately, it, it comes down to, you know, really no one else's opinion matters other than your own, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it, it comes down to, you know, whatever you do, you know, has to make you happy, right? No one else can really or should really, you know, influence your your life, although, you know, it can kind of be as like a suggestion or kind of like as, as a guidance, you know, but it, it shouldn't ever be kind of like the final roller kind of ordeal, yeah. you know? I've always more so, like, looked up to inanimate objects, as weird as that sounds. <laughs> like, people were never the things that inspired me or motivated me. It was more, like, I mean, I'm, river I'm like, beds and willow trees okay. and the rain. <laughs> no, like, that's, like, that's very, you know, fascinating. Um, <laughs> But, you know, my I'm... brain never, never really thinks about people. I mean, that sounds so terrible. I, I definitely think about people. I care about people, you know, humanitarian and all that. But <laughs> um, things like, again, like riverbeds and willow trees definitely inspire me more than Tony Robbins ever could. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm. But I'm over here, the hippie with the crystal wall over here, and like my dream catchers and everything. So, no, I mean everybody <laughs> is different. You know, not not one person's gonna be the same. So. Oh, and know. it's a wall of crystals, not like a crystal wall, because I'm not I'm not rich. <laughs> Once she gets there, though, she's gonna have a crystal wall. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Big giant amethyst in my kitchen. <laughs> So talking about mentors and everything, um, you know, do you personally mentor anyone? And if you don't, would you ever uh, mentor anyone personally? I feel like sort of. Um, Again, I've never really thought of that either. First person that popped into my head was Morgan. Um, I worked at a movie theater for three years and it was hell. Um, (laughs) But... I, I've made some of my best friends there and I think I have this friend Morgan and she, she, she's probably one of my mentors as well. I think we kind of were there for each other. Um, she definitely inspires me with music and writing as well. We have that in common for sure. Like everything I say, she agrees with. She's that person that's like, somehow you are the same soul just split it's it's bizarre but she comes to me she's two years younger I believe she comes to me with a lot of life things that I definitely help her with like I was a nanny for a little while there and and she tried to nanny so she came to me and like things things that I have done she definitely comes for my advice regarding those things um I feel like I've done that for a few of my friends um but I I don't know if I've ever been, like, their, like, mentor-mentor. Like, someone that they think of more than just, like, a friend that gives advice. Yeah. But 
Morgan's Morgan's the person that popped into my head when you said that. Um, I would for sure mentor someone. Yeah, I I would love to do that. I think the closest thing I ever got to being like an actual mentor was in elementary school when I would read to the grade younger than me and was forced to be like their friend. <laughs> um, and just like, because they, they didn't have friends and they weren't as great at reading. So I would go in um, and read with them and just it wasn't necessarily about the educational stuff. It was more so me giving them advice on how to get through the second grade or the fourth grade or whatever. And just being their friend. Like we'd hang out after school sometimes just so they'd have someone. And I'd give them advice and stuff. I think that's the closest I've ever been to being an actual mentor. <laughs> but yeah, for sure, I would love to do that. Oh, that, that sounds awesome. What about for, like, the business aspect for, like, the doing the copywriting? Would you ever, like, take someone up under your wing to kind of, oh, like, 100%. teach them? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I would take someone under my wing. I think that would be really cool. It would be cool to learn together. Because um, I think that's something mentors can definitely look out for as well is just like teachers, you're always learning from your students. I think that's something so important is to never never think that you know more than anyone else because you can always learn everything from someone else you know they've led a different life than you so so you can definitely learn from them yeah for sure um so it looks like we're almost so we've got about roughly 15 minutes left because these max are 60 minutes so i'm sure we'll we'll finish beforehand (laughs) um but uh no, yeah, that's that's really um, you know cool, and you know, guys, one of the one of the things that are just um, you know important is you know the the best leader is one that listens, um, mm-hmm. right? That you just you have to step back, you have to be able to listen um, to to really know what's going on, have to be self aware of the situation, um, and so kind of um, getting into um, the some of the ending questions here. <clears throat> Um, is that um, if you have a podcast, and, and I know that you mentioned that you mm-hmm. had one in the works and that you wanted to start one, um, so we'll we'll go ahead and kind of skip over that one pretty quick here. Um, what um, you know? What's your <clears throat> preferred uh, medium of social media outreach? Oh, that's actually very tough. Um... YouTube? I don't know. So I know that you kind of do, like, a lot of stuff with Instagram, but YouTube would probably be your preferred Um, medium. Yeah, I haven't really gotten a crazy following, but, like, for sure. I think YouTube's... YouTube five years ago was great. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely changed. Yeah. Like, Google Plus kind of screwed everything up. Um, <laughs> well, now that Google Plus isn't a thing anymore, it's it's gotten a little bit better, but... Yeah, software-wise and, like, website, but the people, I don't know, it, like, blew up all of a sudden, so I don't know. I feel like YouTube is very unique, though. It's It's super cool to have that interaction with people, and they have, like, that community tab now, which I think is, is super cool. Um, yeah, kind of find other people that are like similar to your interests and stuff yeah, like that. I miss video responses though, man. I miss them so much. <laughs> um, I probably YouTube. YouTube is always my go-to thing. Um, either that or Facebook. 
Either that or Facebook. No, yeah. those, those are solid. Um, what, um, you know, kind of, you know, move, because I, I know that you said that, uh, you know, that you've kind of went through a lot of stuff to kind of get to where you are right now. So if, if you want to kind of share, you know, some of those trials uh, that you've overcome, you know, what, what are those? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> childhood was kind of rough, so there's there's lots of different things I could talk about. I think some, I'll probably, I'll relay it back to one of the first things I talked about. Um, in elementary school, I was, I was bullied for sure, like a bunch, and it was actually by the staff. So, you know, seven years old, being bullied by all the adults that worked in the school was kind of rough. Um, and I've always been a very stubborn person, but I understand when I need to listen and follow the rules. So I was very respectful. I've never talked back or anything to anyone other than my mom and you. <laughs> um, but Ouch. <laughs> um, so I think they just saw saw that fire in me and that like stubbornness in me and they just didn't like me for whatever reason first day of of first grade actually the teacher I never met her before and she looked at my mom and said she's gonna have to repeat this year I was like cool like what (laughs) what I don't understand but that's kind of just like the beginning of of all of the shit that came to hit the fan um (laughs) fourth grade I had this teacher again singing was my passion like since I was little I dreamed of of singing for my career and this teacher was I don't want to say obsessed with me but sort of um she had something against me and but she also like talked about me when I wasn't at school with all the other kids and she had, my name was Dona Sarinda, and she sang opera in the halls, and she was obnoxious, but um, she, she set, she made a point to, like, make me the outcast, and push me out of every situation, and um, actually told some of the kids to bully me in school, and that, that they lived by me, um, they still do actually. And she had, like, told them to bully me, and then all of that kind of happened. And it's, it pushed me away from singing. And I that's when I lost most of my self-confidence was fourth grade, so I was eight years old. Yeah. Um, nine. Nine years old? Yeah, nine years old. Um, and I'm just now starting to get that back, so I think that's probably one of the biggest trials I've tried to overcome and I've actually been singing again which is pretty cool um for sure when you have when you have something like that as a kid I didn't get too into all the details but it it was kind of it was super messed up um when you have adults talking down to you and adults just making you feel worthless when you're really little you believe them because you're taught to, you know, listen to adults and to respect them and they know what they're talking about. So I think that's probably been one of my biggest struggles is trying to get over the mindset that was that was engraved in me since I was really, really young that I have no worth 
because I genuinely that's that's what they wanted me to believe was that I had no worth and I had to sort of become the sheep for everyone else and it's been hard to overcome somehow I don't know some aspects didn't stick I stayed super super duper stubborn so (laughs) but I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for anything I definitely learned life lessons that I wouldn't have otherwise and I'm the person I am because of it so I for sure am grateful for those things but that's probably like the biggest thing I've had to overcome oh yeah that's that's really solid um what's uh one piece of advice you'd give yourself um to your past self starting out starting out so just like back when you kind of like realized okay you know this whole like writing thing you know is kind of like my thing um you know knowing what you do now versus what you didn't then what's one thing that you would tell your younger self or your earlier self um to to do different or I would say write it all down like everything write it down um some of my personal favorite pieces I've made um poetry songs everything have been from childhood actually looking back at my sad little poems um and I've I've made some of my my proudest things out of those um I would say have two copies of everything you make as well if you're super proud of something have another copy because I don't know where some of my things went and it breaks my heart every day um and then just like share it with people but be careful who you share it with and stop worrying about everyone else just go for what you want and start it right now don't wait till tomorrow just start it right now because every day that you wait is a day that you wasted and didn't get ahead of the next day if that makes sense like just start it when you want to don't wait don't try to talk yourself out of it don't try to perfect it because it will never be perfect just do it nike i I think that's really (laughs) solid you know do you know if if you guys want to start something you know you know do it now but better you know than that you should have started it yesterday right mm-hmm. you know make that decision you know right this second be like if i've wanted to do this or this you know whatever that is you know don't wait to drop the ball just drop the ball and you know start it because you know who knows maybe it's something that could change your life and you know you you would think you know whoever it was that gave you that advice or you know even if you guys are listening to this and you know something's just clicking right now for you guys you know and two three years down the road or just a year down the road you know if your life's you know improved you know even better right it's it's there to provide value for you guys so to finally wrap things up wrap the wrap things up because we got about roughly five minutes left here um, what aspect of yourself do you want to keep in your future endeavor? Everything. <laughs> um, I am very fond of every quirky aspect of myself. So I think I like how trusting I am. I think it's important to just trust everybody and allow yourself to make those mistakes, allow yourself to get hurt and every everything that 
punches you in the face is just another stepping stone to success. It's another another thing in the right direction. So just I want to stay trusting and stay optimistic about things. Oh, that's that's really solid. I don't know. <laughs> no, I like I you know, if if I was to kind of answer that question real quick so we got 4 minutes left here. Um, you know, it it would be, you know, one thing for me is my, um, you know, my way of being humble um, and, you know, wanting to, um, you know, help people even, you know, when I become successful, because I know it's going to happen, you know, whether it's a year from now or five years or even 10 years, you know, down the road and I am, you know, successful you know, a lot of people's mentality change into once they are successful, they kind of lose sight of, you know, being that person that they once were, you know, starting out at the roots. And, you know, that's one thing that I don't want to change of myself. And I hope that that doesn't change. And I know that goes into like, being able to keep the the right mentality and everything. Um, But just, you know, being so wrapped up and being so focused, you know, about what's going on around you that you really lose sight that you know root of actually what got you there in the first place but um it was a pleasure uh interviewing you thank you um and so if you guys uh enjoyed uh definitely let me know if you guys want to have me interview more people or if you want me to interview him because that'd be dope yeah, um, she can inter- <laughs> she can even interview me as well on her own podcast. Um, well, thank you for this. This has been super fun. I've never been interviewed before, so I'm except for like fourth grade on my birthday. But <laughs> yeah, so hopefully it's even like provided you some kind of you know value and some kind of perspective you know for yourself. Hey, podcast, real quick before I go, just want to say thanks so much for listening to this week's podcast, you guys. Um, just as a quick reminder. We are on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts on the Google Play Store. So for any of you guys that are listening on those platforms, be appreciated if you guys leave a positive rating. But if this podcast has provided any kind of value to you guys, it would mean the world to me if you were to pass it on and share it. I know this week was a little bit different um, in content, but if you guys want to see me do more interviews, uh, definitely hit me up on my social media. My uh, Twitter and Instagram is th3officialsoul. Again, th3officialsoul. Uh, you guys can hit me up or leave me a voice message here if you listen on Anchor and uh, let me know if you guys want to see more. But uh, anyways, just want to say thank you again. I appreciate all of your guys' support. It means the world to me. And uh, I'll see you guys in next week's uh, podcast. Peace out.